The Champagne Breakfast podcast would like to begin by acknowledging the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet today, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. Champagne Breakfast Podcast. I'm Uge. I'm Sayo. And I'm Evelyn. And Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It has been a hot minute since we've been back, since we've been back recording. Um, But we're here. We're returning. We're excited. Um, Maybe I'll ask you guys how your New Year's was, like the actual New Year's Eve. Did you go? I mean, I already know what you've got to see. <laughs> let, let the people in, in, in know. In this corona times. Yeah, well, some people were it? out and about. It was really good. I was at crossover night good. at my church, but it was a lot like it was a different atmosphere. You know, it was a lot quieter, a lot more peaceful. Mm. We left pretty quickly. Like, mm. we couldn't do the dancing and all the carrying on that usually happens. Mm. But it was nice to cross over in that way again. So I liked it. Fantastic. Mm. Um, well, I worked on New Year's Eve. Get that money. One thing about Evelyn, she's gonna stay in her bed. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I even did a night shift. So like, wow. yeah. So you're that's, rich. That's what. No. Oh, but actually, no. But that actually double time and a half. You know what? I claim it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Why am I saying no? For? I don't know. I don't know why you're blocking that <laughs> yeah, blessing. I don't know why I'm saying that. Anyway, so it was good. It was just really chill night. Yeah. I didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Good. Just watch my patients. <laughs> That's good. As yeah. long as you were doing your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good. That's what good. about you? Um, I was just at home. I just was at home. I think I even watched like Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I watched a few episodes of Grey's Anatomy. I watched some, um, I watched some of your church sayos live link. Mm-hmm. And then I went and watched the fireworks outside, came back in, went to bed. That sounds was like that. a good night. That yeah, it was great. And then you woke up and it was 2021. And it was 2021. And, I was and like, Corona was over. <laughs> and everyone's was skin back. was clear. All the stress was gone. Yep. Everything was, um, was back, to normal. back to normal. Yeah. And then you woke up and then I woke again. Up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was, it was chill. It was different, obviously, from past New Year's Eves, but it mm. was fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we're back. Back to continue season three. Um, I do, I, we were saying before we started recording, like we feel a bit nervous. Oh, because yes. It, it feels like it's been years since we've recorded. But really, really feels I like, feel like that. We feel like this all the time when we take a break. Yeah. And yeah. we come back and we're like, how do we do this again? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what do I say? Yeah. I don't want to intro. <laughs> Like actually, yeah, like actually, <laughs> like like that's the conversation all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's gonna intro. Um, yeah. He did it last time. Yeah. <laughs> but then, hopefully, in a few episodes time, we're back in our swing. Hopefully, hopefully this episode. We're that's back. true too. Yeah, that's true. Because we want true. you to enjoy this episode. I know. We do want you to enjoy this episode. I feel like you will. But we've had a great break. Actually, we've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just leave it there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What did we, oh, we went away. We went away. Mm-hmm. We got on a plane. 
That was mm, we went to the airport. That, yes. Oh, that was boring. That was so <sighs> that boring. Was, that was fun. But it was so fun. We were on a plane. Yep. We went to Byron Bay. Mm-mm. Oh, if you want to call it that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, but we didn't stay in Byron. We didn't stay in Byron. No. But it was fun. Then we came back, and yeah. now January's just in full swing. It is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. But we're very excited because during that away time, we dreamed, dreamt. <laughs> we dreamt we planned for this season <laughs> like, what's she talking about <laughs> this is off script <laughs> I was like, girl what yeah, i'm waiting for like i'm like okay i i forgot english <laughs> <laughs> no but we dreamt and we planned for this yeah. season and we're excited well this oh, second yeah. half of the season and we're excited for some I of remember. the topics we're gonna bring you yeah. such as today's topic drum roll please very weak. Well, we only have one hand because true. That's another. That's another change. Yeah. We don't really have many props here, so. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, true. True. Um, so today's topic is something. Well, some of the themes I feel like that we're going to touch on in today's topic, we've touched on in a previous episode. I think last season, um, but we want to talk about. I'm going to say relationships, but I don't. We don't mean specifically romantic relationships. We're talking about relationships in every form that they take, um, mm. but specifically relationships that are personal, that are intimate to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the ways that, okay, let me let me backtrack, because with this topic, um, when I was talking to you guys about it, I found myself noticing what we're going to talk about happening which is I feel like a lot of people, not a lot of people, I feel like there's this sort of narrative that people have where they don't feel as if they owe anybody anything in relationships. Like it's me, myself and I and everybody, whoever I'm in relationship with has to take, like has to take whatever whatever my... Yeah, me as I come basically. Me as I come. Like if I don't want to do X, Y and Z, that's what it is and my friends have to deal with it. And whatever the knock-on effect from my behavior is not my business. Like, everybody just has to deal with it, which is a very – which is just very bizarre to me. Mm. And I keep – like, I kept noticing that happening around me and then I kept, like, reading things and seeing things that sort of – yes, were sort of confirming that people believe that they they can and should act like that in relationships. And, like, we were having a discussion about why people feel like if you've chosen to do life with other people, you feel as if there's no compromise and that there's no sacrifice involved in that and Mm. everybody just has to, yeah, accept Mm. whatever it is that you want to do. So that's what we want to talk about and flesh out. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll ask you guys a question. Because I was reading something, um, and I'm going to paraphrase very loosely, but um, I also shared this with you guys, but I was reading this blog, and this woman was talking specifically about romantic relationships, but it does apply to relationships in general. But she was essentially saying, we are all responsible for what we decide to give to people, and we shouldn't give because we want, we're expecting that that person will reciprocate our energy. Mm. Um, it's up to us to decide how much we want to give and leave it at that. And I think um, in terms of a principle and a concept, I agree with that. 
in terms of like protecting yourself and setting boundaries mm. but i do also feel like people use that as a bit of a cop-out as well in relationships um and so when you give they're like well i didn't ask you to give i didn't ask yeah. you to expect this of me so that's your problem for feeling some type of way about it mm. you know so i wanted to ask you guys like where do you fall on that sort of spectrum do you feel like that is a cop-out or is it valid to say it's not my responsibility like how you feel yeah. is not my responsibility um it's a it's a interesting question i think there's from my point of view like how i see that there's multiple layers i think on the basic level like you said i do agree with that statement that you shouldn't give from a place of expectation to receive back because mm. if you do that then and that person's not willing to give you what you want in return you've just given for no reason or you're mm. like you're gonna feel hurt about giving what you've given so you really need to have an assessment of your own um like of yourself like what am i willing to give in a way that is authentic in a way that is generous if you feel like being generous but also protects myself in the sense that i'm not giving an excess amount that if i didn't get it in return mm. then you know i wouldn't feel any type of way yeah I, like my dad always says this in, it's a money principle that he says like you know only borrow what you're willing to lose mm. and i think it's the same with friendships only give out what you're willing to you know lose or not get back in return or in any fold right mm. and you can have that principle on the other hand i think the narrative that you're talking about um that we've seen online and we've seen in society nowadays is um sort of like letting go of what is i guess expected in a in a friendship in a relationship in any type of um com like community that you have with someone mm. i think there are some base level expectations some base level respect is um things and um ways you should treat people as a general rule yeah. that people are trying to forego or people are trying to say i don't have to do that because yeah. that's not within my um what i'm willing to give exactly. or that's not within what i feel comfortable doing yeah and then so the question for me asks like what do you want from a relationship you're only going to get what you give back mm -hmm. in a sense like there is that you have to give something and you have to be willing to give something in order for someone to give you back something mm. but you can't just you can't have it both ways do you know mm. what i mean you cannot just be like i'm not going to give anything because that's not within my rule house but then also i want you to treat me with like basic respect yeah. and decency yeah. and you know respond to me when i when i'm now available to exactly. you exactly mm. it's just yeah yeah mm. i totally agree with that i think like like you were saying before like mm. i agree with that whole principle and i think i took that along with me because i felt like okay maybe at times where i was giving too much and then i wasn't receiving mm. and then i felt like okay i need to just give what i'm comfortable with and just mm. be okay with that if i'm even if i'm not receiving but i think it's important to also when we talk about protecting ourselves and stuff as well we need to think about what we can take Mm. and i think it goes both ways like mm. think about what you're willing to give and also what you're willing to take from someone else so that mm. you're protecting your energy and what you're giving mm. but um i think there's a whole like thing going on where people think that like the whole thing where people feel like oh i can just give and people have to accept what yeah. mm -hmm. i'm willing to give yeah. um there's also this narrative where it's like oh um you'll find your people mm. but there's also some people who are who would who would take that but not because they actually appreciate it or they actually like what you're doing yeah. but they're not as like i guess um you'll feel i guess i don't know if you use the right term like this is just loosely but i guess 
someone who's not as strong-willed and be and would be right. like, no, I'm not taking yeah. that. And there's some people who are a bit more softer, even though they don't like what you're doing mm. and what you're doing is rude mm. and makes them feel uncomfortable, they'll accept it because yeah. they probably feed into mm. the narrative or the fact that, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is this person. I just accept them for how they are. And yeah. I don't think that's fair yeah. to and anyone. I, yeah. I feel like what I've seen is like a glamorization of just like, being a bad friend and being a bad yes. like communicator. Yeah. It's like, yes, I've got Yes, my friends. I love my friends who know that I won't text them back for five weeks. And then when I come back, it's like nothing ever happened. <laughs> I said, who? Why? That, that, like, why? We need more friends like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need more people like that in my life. Yeah. Like, I don't really, unless your friends know why you've disappeared on them for five weeks, mm. I don't really think that you're doing friendship or real community or life with someone, mm. if you just disappear yeah. without a trace for five weeks, yeah. if someone's genuinely texting you, mm. hey girl, how you doing? Or like, yeah. hey girl, do you want to hang out? And then five weeks later you pop up like, yeah, yeah girl, let's hang out. What? <laughs> what? What? Yeah, and I that like you touched on a, an important point, um, Sayo. I guess it depends like what type of friend you're trying to be. Because mm. if you are intentionally trying to be a good friend or a good romantic partner or a good colleague whatever the relationship is then there are principles that come with relating to people properly and Mm. I honestly feel like people are just becoming really lazy Mm. and using that as an excuse to be lazy because if I was conversing with you or engaging in conversation with you in person you wouldn't stop talking to me Mm. you wouldn't ignore me if I was standing right in front of you why because you know that's rude but because we've got social media or we can text it's like okay, I don't owe this person anything now because I can't see them. Mm. But if you were able to carry, like if you carry that energy into the real world and you did that to people, then fair enough. But we understand that if somebody's trying to talk to you, unless like there's a reason that you shouldn't be talking to them, like your life's in danger or <laughs> whatever, you would respond to them. Yeah. And so I just, I don't, and, and what or we're talking- Or even give reason for not for responding. For not responding. And we're not talking about, situations where like something's happened and you have a genuine reason for not yeah getting back to someone like yeah if there's an, if an incident or there's trauma or there's whatever we're talking yeah. about consistent behavior towards people in your life where you think that it's okay to just yeah ghost for five weeks and then come back and think everybody has to accept that yeah like my friends just know that that's what i'm doing well your friends are also hanging out without you and then when you come back, it's like, yeah, you didn't you, respond to us. And now you're wondering why your relationship with this person is not yeah. as strong or whatever. Exactly. And the thing is, is like, yeah, if you are choosing to actually have friends and not just be on your own, then these are things that you have to do. But I, I, I feel like people don't understand that we all rely on the consideration of others. Like, yeah even when you're walking down the street, you trust that the person driving alongside <laughs> on the road is not just going to veer onto the yeah. path yeah. and knock yeah. you over because they're considerate of other people mm-hmm. around them. So how can you move through the world and move through your life feeling like, I don't need to be considerate of other people yeah. because the person on the other end of that also has feelings and also has things going on. So why wouldn't you just take a second and think about, hey, like, how does this translate to my yeah. friend or yeah. to my partner or to, who, to, to whoever? Right. I just don't understand. No. I don't understand. Um, there was this, uh, and I'll ask you guys this, if you've ever um, had to 
like confront anybody who's like well, okay first of all do you guys have anybody in your life sorry to put you on the spot <laughs> <laughs> can you bring to mind anybody in your life who is who is like that and have you ever had to deal with that in real life like ha- like have a conversation with this person about their i guess friendship etiquette I like how you put that friendship etiquette. Friendship etiquette. I think that first of all, we should say what are the friendship etiquettes. Okay. Like later on after we answer okay. the question, but I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the basics of like being in a friendship yeah. with someone? Some people might not know genuinely. Or, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't. To answer your question, I don't. I've never had to confront someone about, um about something like that mm. i'm just not that type of person where well for, uh, I can, let me not say that <laughs> <laughs> i can confront but it just has to be someone that i value well enough right. to confront them about that mm-hmm. and um i've never had someone that i've valued and seen in like such a high regard in terms mm. of their friendship to me mm. where i've had to say hey you're not giving me enough or i'm not happy with the way this relationship is going yeah um not based on friendship, based on like other issues in terms of like maybe personalities and clashes like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But <laughs> it's all good now. <laughs> Sorry. Sure you know, like no. when I'm like mentally replaying a whole saga in my life, I'm like, oh gosh. Anyway, but no, not because of like something like the way we've related to yeah. each other in any sense. No. Mm-hmm. But I do think like, it is there have been people in my life who I feel like, yeah, maybe you don't put in the effort to text me back or you don't put in the effort to um, text on, text me or whatever. And I honestly am one of those people that I'm like, that's fine. Like if it's not my close group of friends and that's mm. the thing, like I think the key for me is that I've highlighted and identified who my inner circle mm. is and those people know how to treat me thankfully mm-hmm. and so i've never had a problem with those people everyone else on the peripheral who i enjoy their presence who i like being friends with and um you know want a friendship with mm. i'm not putting that expectation on them mm. like yeah. we do not need to see each other frequently you can text me back in five weeks and i will be fine with exactly. that because okay. i yeah. am not putting you in a position in my life mm. where i need your constant relationship yeah. yeah and that is maybe something sad that you know i'm missing out on friendships with people that mm. could be great friends otherwise because i'm not i don't know expecting I, i'm not expecting them. or i'm not confronting them and saying let's be better friends <laughs> but i just don't really think i need that mm-hmm. and i feel like um the ones that you have in your circle you never felt like it just it was just natural yeah. anyway you never needed to have those conversations i'm like the same with say as yeah. well like i don't put expectations on people that i don't consider my close group of friends like it's only those that are in my circle that i guess i would expect them to call me or to message me to check up on me here and there yeah um and the people outside of that i'm kind of just like yeah all good all good yeah like i literally do not care yeah and i guess i i could sometimes i could say i could expect them not to message straight away (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you're like this person is like a a few few days type of text that's fine (laughs) I'm okay. like, it's all right. Yeah, they missed it. They missed my birthday. That was definitely to someone. Oh say the name. Say the name. Say them. the name. Not say no name. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, that's how it yeah. is for me. Mm. Okay. 
interesting maybe have you I'm had just, a situation may, not anything deep like you just have a lot of friends no it's not do you know what it's not that i think i'm just um maybe i just get bothered more easily by people <laughs> <laughs> um because i just feel like especially if it's something that requires an answer i think that's really what it is if i okay let me backtrack for example um we obviously have our annual friendsgiving that we do with our friends and, you know, you send out messages asking people to let you know, like, are they coming? Are they not? Um, <laughs> so this, yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna, there, are two, there are two instances. I'm going to say both. I don't care. Um, they probably don't listen. They're probably, one of them might. The other one, do you know what? I actually don't care. <laughs> I hope they do. Um, so there were a couple of instances where there was a certain person that was invited um, and we, Evelyn and I sent out messages, let us know if you can come. We didn't hear back and it was getting closer to the day. And then Evelyn, I think you, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, yeah, but I think I yeah, do. yeah. Okay. So Evelyn messages the person and is like, you know, are you coming? And then finally they're like, oh no, sorry, I can't make it. That was easy enough to say when we sent the initial message, right? But apparently too hard. <laughs> so then I see this person a few weeks after Friendsgiving I see them in person and like it was fine. Like I wasn't, it wasn't like deep as in we have beef, yeah. but I was going to address it with the person because when they saw me, it was like really friendly vibes. Like, you know, hi, like miss you, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, well, why didn't you respond number one to our messages? And then um, number two, if you really did miss us, you would have made, no, I'm just kidding. They weren't available to come. But, um, so yeah, I, I, I asked the person, why didn't you respond then? And they were like, oh no, I did. I'm like, you didn't. Evelyn had to chase you up for an answer. And then, I don't know, they came up with some excuse. Um, and to me, it was just like, okay, yes, I value you as a person, but like, we're all busy. Mm. Everybody's busy. And this is like what really grinds my gears everybody's always like trying I'm to act like yeah because honestly <laughs> no, no, i'll be like that, that I bu- oh. okay oh dear <laughs> <laughs> that busy excuse and people love to run with it like we I, all have full-time jobs i'm i'm busy we've all done it i'm just i'm we so are busy all doing we're it. all doing we're it all presently doing it. we all manage our time wisely and effectively like and it literally takes two seconds and it always seems to be the one which is another point like it always seems to be people who are actually always on their phones like they're always on social media posting and tweeting that are so busy (laughs) but can't reply to a message i just do not understand anyways so yeah i was just like yeah like i didn't you should have replied like it's just common courtesy that's really what it was not that you couldn't come that you didn't even think or remember to respond to multiple messages. Mm. And then whatever, we got over it, it's fine. Another person didn't even bother to say anything until after the event, but that, like, look, whatever. <laughs> Is this the person that's no longer getting invited? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a pattern of behavior now. That is a pattern of behavior for that person. Because at some point you have to be like, I've invited you several yeah. times mm. and it's not even that you've always had an excuse as to why you, you do have an excuse, but it's not that you've always communicated your excuse as to you've why you can't come. You just don't show up. Yeah, exactly. And like when all your friends 
are there and we're all having a good time, mm. then you want to feel some type of way. Yeah, and be like, sorry, this is the reason why I couldn't make it and couldn't tell you. And again, it's never that you can't make it or you mm. don't want to come. It's just, hey, mm-hmm. this, you don't even have to go into detail. Don't even go into, I'm so sorry, sorry I, can't I can't make, make it. it. Oh, good. Enough. Are so we gonna fun. be like you're lying? <laughs> no, and even if you're lying, I don't care. As for me, it's as long as you've communicated something. Yeah, like yeah. that's really all it boils down to. But yeah, I don't know. People are just So then the next question, mm. what are or what would we say is basic friendship or relationship etiquette? Yeah. Well, I think communicating, like yeah, absolutely. That's number one. And everybody, like, sorry, to, I keep generalizing everybody, everybody. I'm just going to say people love to say that they love communication, but when it comes down to actually communicating, no one wants to communicate. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. And it really, I, I don't know, maybe it's because words are like very important to me. So yeah. I just value that a lot. Um, <laughs> But it's just about letting the people who you have chosen to be in your life know what's going on. And again, yeah. it's not about revealing everything if you don't want no. to, but just like, hey, this is where I'm at. Leave it at that. And yes. then they know. Yeah. yeah, They're not left wondering what's going on or, mm-hmm. you know, have I done something? Mm-hmm. It's just it's out there in the open. So I think number one is definitely communication. Yeah. Mm. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. not hard it isn't we, hard it's yeah but i also want to say maybe there are some people where it's genuinely so difficult like some people like yeah say they get like anxious all conversations are the hard conversations all what? conversations are the, the hard, hard conversations. Conversations. you know how people like they don't want to have the hard conversations oh so all <laughs> of them even <laughs> like hey i'm good is really hard <laughs> that's too tough for me or like hey i can't come can't, that's too that's bad. Hard. yeah but i feel mm. like if you if there was someone that you knew in your life maybe suffered from anxiety yeah. or was really overwhelmed. You would sort of know that if they yeah. were your friend and then you wouldn't really expect that from them. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't, like you said, communicated to someone, then it's very difficult for someone to have genuine empathy for exactly. where you're at or, or compassion for where you're at exactly. in life. Like, you know, like exactly. I don't know, I don't know that you're struggling at the moment and you don't have to go into the details. Yeah. Um, like there's a friend like there's a friend of ours who like i know sometimes when she goes through some things her sort of response is i'll just retreat like i Mm -hmm. won't respond back and Mm -hmm. like it'll take her a few days to go over something but it's something that you know and it's something that you she's identified and flagged with us and Mm -hmm. so it's like we're not necessarily expecting her to answer within two seconds if it's a difficult period of time yeah and she's also very good about coming back when she's ready Mm -hmm. and when she's done but it's just not knowing and not being yeah, you know, yeah. not being told that this is something that I know. Yeah. Some people are maybe just very clueless that they don't realize that they're doing something. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure for this friend of ours who knows that she does this, mm-hmm. like something she's identified and behavior yeah. that she actively knows she has, mm-hmm. as opposed to some people who might just be like, mm. Mm. yeah, I guess. Um, that, sorry, you just reminded me of another point. Um, because a lot of people um, talk about, mental health in relation to their relationships with other people and mm-hmm. communicating like um i hear and see a lot of people talk about how it's taking a toll on their mental health to have to like engage with people and mm. um i maybe having to like not having the capacity i should say to be there and be present in people's lives 
And I remember I was actually, I was talking to one of our friends about this and um, she said, she's like, I know I'm a bad friend, but my mental health comes first. And I, I was like, yeah, okay, like I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't. I look, like, yeah, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. <laughs> really, <laughs> girl? Um, and no, I think... <laughs> Do not disturb all the time. All the time. <laughs> that was very shady. <laughs> she should laugh. Will she? She will. I hope so. <laughs> um, and so there are, I think, genuinely, I think like we were saying, genuinely people who do find it very overwhelming mm. to, I guess. Yeah. Commun- communicate. And that's like, even with a friend, the do not disturb friend, mm-hmm. like I am comfortable in that knowledge because mm-hmm. I know that. Should I need an immediate answer? She's not the one that I'm going to text mm-hmm. about, you know, X, Y, Z. Mm-hmm. She'll take time. She does eventually come and text back or whatever, but mm-hmm. she will take some time to respond. So you just you just know, though. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what I keep going back to. Like, there's no excuse to not... If this is your friend and you care about them, yeah, then you would just tell them like hey guys like this is where i'm at yeah yeah you know and then no one's like sitting at home waiting for their text messages and i will say that it then becomes your problem Mm -hmm. if you cannot handle that yeah do you know that's the point where it crosses over from being about this person this person has communicated to you hey i'm not going to text back all the time like yeah. it overwhelms mm-hmm. me it's this and stuff i'm not going to oh, i just back. can't be bothered yeah and then you start saying oh no this person's a bad friend to me because they're mm-hmm. not texting me back it's mm-hmm. like well she's communicated she told you where she's at yeah and now you are having an unfair expectation on her above mm-hmm. and beyond what she has communi- like Set. committed to giving you yeah do you know what i mean yeah, and I think some people just use um, mental health to kind of cover up the fact that maybe they're lazy or the person <laughs> draining them. Yes. And then that's another time where you Ooh. need to kind of assess, like, why you're friends with this person. Ooh. If you feel, like, drained or tired to talk to this person, yeah. you can't be bothered. Like, you need to assess the friendship in yeah. that stage. Yeah. Because I feel like lots of people always use the word mental health to actually yeah. cover up what is really going on. Exactly. Yeah. I just yeah. don't want to be this person's friend. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. Or you drain me of my energy. Like, I need to be fully charged before I can <laughs> Literally, that's for some people. It yeah, some is. people I should be like that. It is. And I think, say, you asked this question, like, because there are people who will flex and be like, I have 150 billion unread messages. And it's like, <laughs> yes. okay, but why? Like, why, why are you letting it get to that point? assess the quality of yeah. the friendships that you have if you're feeling so overwhelmed or so unbothered to get mm-hmm. back to people yeah. ask mm-hmm. yourself why it could be that you haven't told 140 of those people that hey i don't see you like this exactly. and you do not need to be texting me on a regular basis <laughs> for no reason five weeks like the other people are doing yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no but that's true actually like why people honest conversations and telling people how you see them mm. in your life mm. is very difficult for people. Yeah. I think we'd rather, a lot of people would rather just, you know, let's just allow people to do whatever they want. And yeah. I know how I see them. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter that this person doesn't they don't know. in turn know how mm. you, you see them. Like, you know, to them, you can be their best friend. And that's why they're texting you, bing, 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 <laughs> meme after meme after meme. And you're like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> meme after meme after meme. After meme. meme. <laughs> you know? Like, it's because you haven't communicated to that person and you haven't told them. And it's difficult, but also part of growing up, I think, is realizing mm. the quality of the friendship and the quality of the relationships 
matters more than the quantity of them. Yeah. Like, are we mm. not going out of like being friends with everyone in your year group? Like, is that not just a high Some people might thing? not have. A lot of people have, <laughs> have mm. not. And they relish like, you know, having multiple groups of friends. Yeah. And I always like, I really think that, I think maybe because I, I think I am speaking from a place of privilege where I have found a very good group of friends where I I want to do all aspects of life with these people. Like mm-hmm. I, they're the same people that I want to travel with. They're the mm-hmm. same people I want to hang out with on the weekends. That I want to talk to So I'm not seeking like multiple groups of mm. people to cover where the other people are lacking. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there are some people where it's like, well, this is my going out relation like yeah you know like my going out friend or this is my you know eating friend and they need those multiple people (laughs) because they don't crisscross and so i i have a little bit of um i don't want to say sympathy but i do Mm. have a bit of understanding where people are not have not found their people people who they want to be around Mm -hmm. in every aspect of life Mm. but i still also think like you should do like a bit of an assessment regularly yeah of the people that are in your life and why you keep them in your life yeah Mm. yeah um sorry this is like a separate point but i wanted to ask you guys whether you think because this whole um people being lazy in communicating and being yeah sorry I just lost my train of thought. But people being lazy in relationships, I find that that happens more in friendships um, as opposed to relationships. I feel like people are more willing to um, treat their friends as disposable. Yep. Um, and when it comes to a romantic interest or a romantic partner, we want to devote ourselves to that person and give them the best of everything. Yeah. And... I've yep there are definitely and the gag is it's your friends that will be here when the relationship breaks down you know what I mean Mm. and this is I've definitely seen this happen where it's like this person's friends are now on the back burner and it'll take weeks to get a response from someone and then (laughs) when they realize number one that they need their friends or the relationship ends it's like hey like how are you? Let's hang out. I've missed you. <laughs> I've missed you. Like, what? I've been here. Yeah. Oh my god. I've been here. That I missed you text after something happens in their life and they've never checked on you. Never. Like they don't care what you've been doing for the last six months. But you know what? I don't only think it's like um like boyfriend girlfriend like people mm. who like are in committed like mm. serious relationships as well. Like mm. they sometimes get so focused on their partner. Then they forget their friends. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's sort of <laughs> romantic <laughs> relationship. Yes. I reckon. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's just like you say. I think, um, I think we as indiv- as a society maybe romanticize mm. romantic love yeah. too much. Like we we say to the people, your partner should be your everything. Mm. Your partner should be your best friend should be your confidant, your blah, 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 to the point where you're putting all your eggs in this partner's basket that you now, you're invested so much in this person that you're not investing other places. And I think it's to the detriment of both people in that relationship Mm. because you're putting a lot of pressure on the other person to show up for you in every way that you need them to show up. And I really think it's even healthier to just have a relationship where, yes, like my partner is my solid. I love Mm. this person. Like I 
right for this person but mm-hmm. i also he's not like i have a group of female friends that yeah. i have to hang out because there's different conversations that you have with your girlfriends mm. or with your guy friends if you're a guy mm. or um that you just it's just different than when yeah. your partner's around and you're wondering and you're concerned genuinely about this person's feelings or whatever mm. and i think it's so important to not lose sight of the people that matter yeah yeah outside of your relationship exactly. and it's a hard lesson to learn because yeah. i think yeah i think especially if you get into a relationship quite young mm. and you've never really had the chance to build those solid relationships with other people mm. you don't really realize what you're missing out on until one day you wake up and you're like oh i'm tired of this person yeah. <laughs> you know and now you look around and you like don't have any good solid friends because you've forsaken them for the sake of this person you have (laughs) and i think as well like people um like to with with their partner they think of them as someone they're building their life with without i I, I guess you should put it in the context as well that like even with friendships you are building a life with them like i feel like we always just think oh like oh when we're gonna we're gonna build a house and yeah stuff Mm. but there's other things to build as well exactly and that can only be done some of them can only be done in friendship yeah Mm. and i think we forget about that as well that we need to build in all aspects in our romantic relationships and in our friendships as well exactly exactly like people are not disposable yeah Yeah. like there's so much value in friendship Mm. in relationship with people that like you know i think as human beings we need that contact i think we are very social animals quite Mm. social people Mm. um inherently like some people less so than others but i think Mm -hmm. in general we do need human connection and interaction and people just really downplay that and they really think that i am an island on my own like i can just the only person i can rely on is me that like it's it's you know that's it's such a i feel so sad for people who have that i don't perspective I'm like, there's so much to be gained from people. Like, if you're listening to yourself alone, yeah, you're not getting perspective. You're not mm. getting, like, um, you're not learning things. You're not mm. getting heated. You're not feeling all the full range of emotions. You're not getting heated. No, I know. <laughs> no people one will not you up like you. your fr- other people. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like this. Like, just yeah. a plateau the whole time. It's yeah. just me, myself, and I and the three voices in my head. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was thinking as you were talking, I'm like, there are obviously people who have been really hurt by friends Mm -hmm. and, um, not even by friends, just by people. Mm -hmm. And so that has probably over time built up a lot of trust issues and walls and, and things like that, where it's probably easier to feel like I can just rely on myself because other people suck. (laughs) You're not wrong. Yeah. People do and can suck and it's like you actually just never know Mm -hmm. (laughs) you you never ever ever know like i do definitely trust the people in my life a hundred percent um but some of the stories that you hear it's like no one would ever go into um a relationship knowing that someone would betray them like that like you it's just it's hard to be i can imagine it's hard to be blindsided by people yeah and so, I mean, you guys are not like experts or anything, but <laughs> like, what, like, what, can, what do you say to people who have just, just don't trust people, mm-hmm. and just have had terrible experiences in friendships and would rather just not. protect themselves? <laughs> yeah, rather not. 
I just feel like you have to go, you have to take the time to heal yourself from all those things. Mm. Mm. Maybe take some time to go counselling and stuff like that and talk it out because I'll have a, oh yeah, I'm going to say mm. have a close friend, but they're not really <laughs> <close> <laughs> you don't friend. want to. No, they don't need to. want to. They need to. I don't want to close friends. Exactly. <laughs> so maybe start with counselling, talk it out, mm. and like just flesh out all those issues that you're having because you yeah. can't move on until you deal with that issue. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's a lot hard for a lot of people um, to even to, to do that. But it's yeah. important if you want to make friendship and you need to have, I guess, a community of people around you. Mm. And that's essential for all human beings. Like we all need mm-hmm. community. We all need to do life with people. Yeah. Mm. I think you need to, you need to actually take that step and get the counselling. Yeah. One of the hard I was well, I was listening to Oprah's um, what do you call it? Super soul conversations and stuff like that. And I think um, one of the lessons that I gleaned from that is that a really difficult lesson to learn as a human being is that the only person's actions that you have control over is yourself. And you cannot control anybody else's behavior or anything like that. So to do relationship with people is risking your own mental health. It's Mm -hmm. risking um, vulnerability. It's Mm. risk. It's really, really difficult to, put yourself out there and there's no denying for someone who is coming from a place where that has already been hurt and they've already been scorched that it's going to be very very difficult Mm. but I also think that the benefits of relationship and the benefits of vulnerability and opening yourself up is oh it's exponential Mm. the level that you can connect with people when you choose to be open and honest with the right people that's another issue like you need to have yeah. the spirit of discernment mm-hmm. to understand that it's not everybody that needs to know about your childhood trauma mm-hmm. like you know there's very few people that you can trust without knowledge mm. but once you find those people the benefits of that is just so amazing yeah and honestly i would also say that one thing that i have gleaned as well is just the power that you get from knowing that you are honestly the um you are in control of your own life and you're in control of the way you react to people Mm. you're in control of the way that you allow people to impact you and affect your life when you choose to be vulnerable with someone but understand that this person will hurt me but i will not allow that to take away my joy and take away my love for myself or love for other people then your the power is no longer in other people's hands and you're not at the mercy of other people mm. like i think it's it's just those a few things like that like hurt is genuinely real but at the same time i think you at the same um have the power to choose how you react to that and how mm. you deal with that yeah that's true. I mean, <laughs> it just sounds like, yeah. It sounds everything, easier than Yeah, it is. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything that both of you have said is so true and spot on. It's just one of those things where if you're in that situation, it's hard to like mm. pull yourself up to see that and to do that work. It can just, I can imagine it can just feel mm. maybe futile. Like what's the point? I've, yeah. I've people I just don't trust them and it's not worth the pain it's not worth the heartbreak because when you are heartbroken by friends or by a love like a romantic partner Mm. like it it will crush you it will devastate you yeah it does I yeah I can understand why like you 
yeah. get protective. Say, no one um, knows heart. Like, there's no such um, heartbreak, like, friendship heartbreak or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, a hurt's on a different level yeah. than, like, yeah. for relationship sure. heartbreak. Mm, for sure. Yeah. I guess you're going to have to want it for yourself anyway. Yeah. In order to take the steps that we mentioned, like, you have to actually want it for yourself. Yeah. And actually do repetitive actions each and every day. Yeah. So that something can change. Yeah. So I guess the first step is to want it. Yeah. Mm want it and if you don't if you're happy if you're happy being by yourself truly by yourself then we wish you well yeah and just respect (laughs) like i don't just respect other people respect other people's times respect other people's um feelings yeah i think if we in general i think i will say like of my group of friends i think we have such a deep respect for each other Mm -hmm. um and we're so careful and cautious with the way we speak to each other. There's none of this like loose tongues where you can just speak to the person willy nilly because you're my friend and you have to forgive me. Mm. Like, no, you have to respect the people that are in front of you and you're not going to say you, honest truth. Yes, but you create space but to do that when yeah. you are when that person knows that you're saying this not to be hurtful or to yeah. be controversial. You're mm. saying this from a genuine place. Yeah. But just, yeah, respecting people. Like, people don't, yeah. People yeah. don't have enough respect for other people. I think that's what it is. Mm. I think that's what it comes down to. And just, yeah, I don't know. Um, People just being selfish. I just <laughs> feel like <laughs> as we get older or as, I don't know, everyone's just getting more selfish. And it, there's good selfishness, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, But... It's not every day be selfish. <laughs> no, no, not every day. It's not every day be selfish. Some days care about Some others. Some days care about other people and how they feel and how your actions affect other people. Okay? I think okay. That's, I okay. Think okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, no. dear. Evelyn, try. Okay. <laughs> Is that a genuine <laughs> try? Let me try. Let me try again. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 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 That was better. That, okay. <laughs> Let's cheese, okay. guys. Let's cheese before that. <laughs> <laughs> <You're fat. laughs> she got there in the end. Let's just say she got there in the end. Mm. I did okay. it. Let's cheese to cheers. that. Oh, gosh. That that was was we'll get better. <laughs> yeah, we'll get better eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming back, tuning into the first episode of 2021. I was going to say 2020, but that girl We've has been there. That girl Sisters has gone. Left. Sisters left the building. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, as always, come back next Wednesday because we do drop weekly episodes. Um, find us wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Instagram at Champagne Breakfast underscore. Sure, let's go with that. Um, it is okay. And on Twitter, if you got Twitter, um, Champagne Brecky. Champagne Brecky, and on our personal pages, if you want. Do you know what we say? I think people actually do come find us because i'm always like who are these random people that <laughs> are me? <laughs> sorry not random but i'm like where did you well, come we from we're all private but now oh you're not private anymore I'm no not private i'm public anymore we're both pub- are you public? Public? Yeah, public public what's yeah. she doing on public <laughs> <laughs> there's a specific reason <laughs> i'm on public i don't know why everyone's on public i'm on private <laughs>
Why are you in public? <laughs> that will be next episode. This is Tell us now. my reason. It won't be bad. You have your reason. No, it's because of, of competition. Oh, that competition. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my gosh. gosh. That burn job. Oh, my gosh. I didn't no even one see her announce it, to be honest. Has she? We're talking about Patricia She has Bright. announced oh, her sure, giveaway. No one told me that in order to win a giveaway oh, where you have to post on your story, you have to be public. <laughs> Sayo, you tried. You I really were expecting to win. I posted. You did more than I would have ever posted. You did. You were really keen. Like, when is she revealing the winners? Like, do you really think? I mean, you could have won. (laughs) Do you really think you're gonna win, girl? (laughs) Let me tell you, you're not. (laughs) No, you could have. And if you did, you said what you were gonna give away. (laughs) So I would have got something. Anyways, irrelevant. Um, yeah, guys. See ya. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.